Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to play a bunch of clips, and it's all about the COVID and the different ways they're coming at us through sports and through the stock market and through Fauci and through morning shows and that it's just continuing on. It's just continuing on. Unless we get out of the system, we're going to lose. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth. And I'm a self-certified master practitioner. I gave myself that award almost 20 years ago. And I was a recent recipient of a Lifetime Achievement Award that I also gave myself. So I also have that credential. <laughs> All right, enough fooling around. Let's get the show going because it runs a little over. So I thought I would do another show with some clips because I know people don't see them all the time. And I, I get the impression that people think because there's some appellate courts going our way, so-called, with these OSHA mandates, that we're pushing back and it's going to happen. Those OSHA mandates are crap. They, the way they're doing it makes no sense. But mostly what's happening is just this incredible amount of chaos. And anybody who thinks that we're going in a straight line right there and they're never going to lose anything and we're going to win or that we're going to go in a straight line, we're only going to lose and they're going to win, that's not going to happen. See, the system relies on the illusion that the system is what people believe, this sort of construct of legal rights and so-called independent judiciary overseeing things and checks and balances and all this crap, even though anybody can just look out and see what's going on in the world, all over the world, with the exact same kinds of policies. And yeah, of course, there's going to be some hiccups moving forward here and there. But you can just look at what's going on in the red states. I mean, I've done the shows showing what the new legislation is. The red states and Texas and Florida are implementing these digital driver's licenses, which will simply be able to be added in to a later vaccination kind of mandate medical ID. As soon as it's digitized like that, it's going to be over. And the idea that we're going to win is ridiculous. If DeSantis was actually on our side and understood the problem with the federal government, he wouldn't have these aspirations to be president. So he'd be on the side of the secession movement, but he's not. None of these people are on our side. And Fauci is still out there just spewing lies and flipping and flopping as they do over and over again. I mean, we've got a situation now where you have a vaccine, so-called, that the authorities say doesn't prevent transmission and it doesn't prevent you from getting the disease, and yet they're still moving forward with the idea that we need to all have to take it and mandate it. And you can see the endless uh, theater going on in professional sports. LeBron James just tested positive, had multiple different tests and tiebreaker tests to try to determine whether or not, in fact, he was going to be, quote, positive for COVID. He has no symptoms at all. It's utterly idiotic. The, the data is just absurd. The flu has disappeared. And if you just overlay flu versus what COVID did, it's virtually identical. And there's no excess mortality. You can just go down the list and all the problems with the shot itself and all the soccer players, they're called football players over, all over the world, are collapsing. All these people playing sports are collapsing who are double jabbed. It's just, it's obvious what's going on. So I want to play some clips of some of the stuff I see on Twitter. And I think this stuff is, it's really helpful. 
And the very first one I want to play is from Klaus Schwab, the guy who's at the World Economic Forum. And I want to show people how openly they discuss exactly what they plan to do. And the fact that nothing stops them, that, that the people don't seem to understand that this is what they're talking about. They want to genetically alter you, just as we've said. So let's play some of these clips because I think they're very helpful. This is a, kind of a combination of Klaus talking about the gene editing and uh, the fourth industrial revolution. And you'll see how it plays into this COVID insanity. Let's go ahead and start it. What the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. See, he said the fourth industrial revolution is, is this, and then he describes it. So that's what he said. It was a little bit hard to hear. The difference of this fourth industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example. It's you who are changed, and of course this has a big impact on your identity. So it's going to be you that's changed. <laughs> with the fourth industrial revolution, it's going to be you that gets changed with gene editing. And that's exactly what this mRNA kind of fake vaccine is. They're talking about it openly. Let's go on. It is important to use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity. You got that? It's important to use it as a timely opportunity, right? So people assume uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to normal in the old fashion. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. You like that? It's not going to happen. See, it's not going to happen. And it's difficult to understand what else it takes for people to hear than the guy who's driving the whole thing, speaking openly at these WEF sort of forums, saying exactly what they plan to do. But no matter how much of this kind of stuff exists, the people just ignore it. They pretend that that's not going to happen. And it's like, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand what it takes in order for people to see that they're serious. This is a fourth industrial revolution. This is a great reset. We are never going back. We're not going to win unless we wake up to what the actual government problem is. And when you have guys like DeSantis supposedly leading their way, you can just see we have no chance because that guy's not on our side. If he was, he wouldn't be running for president. It's really no more complicated than that. But he is. But he is. <laughs> now I want to play something from our friend Fauci, who's talking about rights, basically the idea of rights. And you'll get a good insight again into exactly the way they see things. And I think he's being interviewed here by Ted Koppel or something, and he makes it quite clear where the government, which he is the highest paid member of, stands and the mindset of this man and the person who's in charge of everything that's moving forward here. So let's listen to what he says. Well, one of the things that to me was most difficult to accept is that we put together a good plan. Oh, yeah, great plan. For how we were going to try and dampen down oh. the spread of infection oh. early on. 
with a mob. that that was accepted by everybody, and then the next day, the president saying, free Michigan, free Virginia. What, what, I, I didn't quite understand what the purpose of that was, except to put this misplaced perception about people's individual right to make a decision that supersedes the societal safety. Did you hear this? He and his government panel just decided they were going to do this. We figured everybody was on board. You don't have any rights to, to make those decisions. This is societal safety. It's a 99.98% chance of survival. Societal safety. Whatever he says. Now he says he is the science. That, to me, is one of the things that I think went awry in all of this. Oh, Did you ever awry. raise that with President Trump? You know, I didn't have the opportunity to raise it. I was all sort of like shocked. And then I didn't speak to him for some time after that. But Just vague it was lies. at that point that I realized that I would have to just get out there myself Listen and say things that clearly were going to be contradictory. I'm not totally <laughs> sure what the, the president was referring to, that it was much worse than we're saying it was, that it's not going to go away tomorrow. It's not going to disappear like magic. Wow. And Trump kept him around, right? See, Trump kept him around, even though it was obvious as hell that he wasn't on his side, that he wasn't on the plan, that he was screwing all this stuff up, that he was taking away people's rights, and Trump kept him around. So I don't understand how people think Trump was on our side. Operation Warp Speed, jamming the vax down, he's still taking credit for it. <laughs> he wants everybody to get vaccinated. He calls it a great vax, a wonderful vax. He wants the credit. And there's Fauci telling everybody. Well, with this idea, this misplaced idea that people think they have these individual rights. Well, what kind of craziness is that? I mean, we came up with a plan. <laughs> See, that's what we're dealing with. See, that's the mindset of what we're actually dealing with. And the people who refuse to accept this, they're the people who continue to believe in guys like Trump and DeSantis. And there's just absolutely nothing those people are doing that's going to prevent what's coming. Because unless we get out from under the federal government, the federal government will ultimately just swallow all this stuff up. It just ultimately will. And that's not even to mention the fact that every one of those people, both in Texas and Florida and everywhere else, they all push the vax. They all push the vax. Now they say, oh, it should be a personal choice and all this other crap. Sure, for now. For now, because nothing's really happening. Nothing's really happening. It's obvious that whatever weird thing this corona is, it's not a tremendous risk to anybody. See, it's just not a tremendous risk to anybody. Now I want to play another one by Fauci. And this one is from Face the Nation. And he talks about the fact that Rand Paul and people like that ask him questions, but it's all just theater because he's only there to try to save lives. Of course, this is another example of him not being sworn and not having any consequence for the incredible series of lies the man's told over the last 20 months. <laughs> Just lie after lie, because none of these people are ever sworn in. And even when they are sworn in at these phony baloney hearings, and they're suggesting, oh, he should be prosecuted, he laughs at the idea. Why? Because he knows nothing like that is ever, ever going to happen. He's 100% protected. He was protected under Trump. He's protected here. Everything that's going on with regards to these fights is theater. So listen to what he has to say. Why do you feel so strongly about that, about staying on the job when you become, I mean, you were 
personally, not just rhetorically, threatened. Oh, your big security, deal. Your safety, your family. Wow, he was threatened. Big deal. Everyone's threatened. You want to stick a poison jab in your arm. Oh, and now we're supposed to give a shit about Tony Fauci. Oh, he's being threatened. Yeah, these people were fearful for their own safety instead of just knowing they're completely hiding behind the protection of government. Maybe things would change. They used to haul them out and tar and feather them. These people knew that kind of thing was dangerous. Now it's nothing. The idea was threatened and he was in danger. Everybody knows that was not going to happen. There's no government officials having anything happen to them. It's just absurd. It's just more fear-mongering nonsense they put out there on Face the Nation. How did you deal with that? Oh, how'd you deal with it? I dealt with it by focusing on what my job is. From the time that I went into medicine to the right now where I am at my age, my job has been totally focused on doing what I can with the talents and the influence I have to make scientific advances to protect the health of the American public. All he's been in charge of is one fraud after another. Just one giant fraud after another. So she just allows that to pass. She doesn't follow up, doesn't ask about AIDS and all the other stuff. Nothing happens. He's on here again, just testifying. See, when these government officials who were told we're supposed to take their advice make statements. They should all be sworn. It's completely idiotic that the government, which then wants to enforce things with proxy violence, can have its spokesman out there and tell people to rely on them and they're not sworn. And even when they are sworn, nothing happens to them when they contradict themselves. See, it doesn't make sense. The system can never work. So let's listen to what else he said. Oh, he's going to save lives. That's what he's been uh, devoted to. What a complete load of shit that is. I mean, just an utter and complete load of shit. Let's hear some more of what he has to say to make scientific advances to protect the health of the American public. So anybody who spends lies and threatens and uh. all that theater that goes on with some of the investigations and the congressional committees See and this? the Rand Pauls and all that other nonsense, that's noise, Margaret. That's noise. See? I know what my job is. Senator Cruz S told the Attorney General you should be prosecuted. Yeah. He laughs. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. Of course. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. Right. What happened on January 6th, Senator? What does that got to do with it, anything? See, see, see how smug he is? He doesn't care. He knows. He's fully protected. He knows nothing's going to actually happen. He talks about other people telling lies. Oh, they're all telling lies. Well, <laughs> how many times has the guy lied to us? Over and over and over. Told us the vax was safe. As soon as we get it, then we'd be out. We only needed about 65 or 70%. I've played you clip after clip. And now it is that we have to be overwhelmingly vaccinated. Everyone needs to be vaccinated. And we need boosters. And it's never going away. And that it doesn't prevent transmission. And that it doesn't prevent you from getting sick. But we still all have to have it. Just See, it doesn't matter because these people who pretend to be journalists, pretending to interview people, and having pretend sort of information being passed around, it's all fake. See, it's 100% fake. And this is what runs on because this man knows the real story. The rest of the stuff is theater. It's noise. Nothing's going to happen to him. Ted Cruz, if he can't get anything done, what's the point of having him as a so-called senator? If Rand Paul can't get anything done, what's the point of having him? Why have something called a Department of Justice? Why did Trump allow this man to stay in office and not get prosecuted himself? Why? Because it's all one big con. Let's continue this. Do you think that this is about making you a scapegoat to deflect from <laughs> President scapegoat. Trump? Of course. Oh, of course. You have to be asleep not to figure that one out. Okay, but so now he's a scapegoat for Trump. Think about that. Think how far removed you have to be from reality to make this seem like something that makes sense. This is what liberals kind of believe. He's a scapegoat for Trump. 
brought up January 6th. None of this stuff has anything to do with anything that makes any sense with regards to this. This lady doesn't ask any hard questions. She doesn't have any data. She doesn't challenge any of the official narrative. None of the people ever do. They all continue to push this vaccine nonsense. There are a lot of Republican senators uh, taking aim at this. Oh, okay. That's okay. I'm just going to do my job. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be saving lives and they're going to be lying. <laughs> he's saving lives. There's no evidence at all he's saving lives. There's huge evidence that he's not saving lives, that this thing is killing people. He just sits there smugly. Why? Because he knows. There's no history of any of these government officials who just come out and lie repeatedly all the time over official narratives on either side. See, both the Republican and the Democrats are both on the same official side of the narrative because the narrative has two sides. It has a red side and a blue side. That's what people seem to miss. But there you go. He's not the least bit concerned. It seems another layer of danger to play politics around matters of life and death. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) This is so ridiculous. Listen to how absurd this is. Matters of life and death. Everything's politics up in Washington. The idea this guy's not a political animal. He's asking, he's talking about January 6th. What are we supposed to think about that? See, this stuff passes as news, as like credible news. It's just clearly not news. And since the man's not sworn, he's free to say anything he wants. And this reporter's never going to call him out. Ever. Never going to happen. It seems another layer of danger to play politics around matters of life and death. Exactly. Exactly. And to me, that's, that's unbelievably bad. Because all I want to do is save people's lives. I mean, what a liar. anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. Wow. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. (laughs) But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. So it's easy to criticize. But they're really criticizing science. Wow. Because I represent science. My God. That's dangerous. To me, that's more dangerous than the slings and the arrows that get thrown at me. And if you damage science, (laughs) you are doing something very detrimental to society long after I leave. Wow, can you believe this shit now? He's science. These are the people who are shutting people down and going after the license for anyone who challenges them. They're having all the, uh, the papers pulled out of the completely and totally controlled journals. Just shutting everything down. See, he's science now. You criticize him, and you're criticizing science. And the people are so fucking stupid at this point, they actually believe stuff like that. See, they actually believe stuff like that. And it just comes at them from every single angle. So there you go. There's this important interview going on, probably 60 minutes or some crap like that. And the people will watch that, and they'll go away thinking that he's science. Wow. All right, so the next one I want to play is Jim Cramer. He's the mad money guy. You know, I think he's on CNBC or something like that. He has his show. He used to run. He's like a, a clown. He's an ex-Goldman Sachs guy. He's an insider. He is a scammer. He was there to, to push sell-side horseshit on the people. He never discusses the Federal Reserve and what actually goes on. He just gets on there like a clown, like a fucking monkey, a grinder monkey, pushing shit. And now he's out there talking about how the... Vax needs to be enforced and mandatory, and the military needs to be involved because he's tired of it. He just goes on a rant. Let's let's listen to what the holy Jim Cramer has to say about this. 
Lord knows what happened if he didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out oh. immediately. Oh, that's, that's a good thing. We're going to rat people out now. Oh, they're going to rat them out. Okay. <laughs> He's talking about the polio vaccine, which, of course, anyone who goes and investigates that sees what a complete scam that was, too. But, of course, they use it as a supposed proof for why these vaccines work. But anybody who does any investigation finds out that one's also a lie. Like everything else the government tells us, it's a lie. So here he is. He wants to try to claim that what we should be doing is the same kind of thing we did so well back in the 50s. Oh, let's listen to his joker. Anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID, and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come, (laughs) walking around lawfully unvaccinated? Lawfully. That's psychotic. Now it's psychotic to not mandate and require everybody take it because of this made-up thing about immunocompromised walking around. It's just absolute ignoring of any counter data, just like Fauci makes sure of. And this is all just another way to push it, just another way to push it. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down? Well, what do you mean? They were being forced to in order to get the free fed money that was handed out that's totally unconstitutional. Now they're backing down because the shit is totally laughably unconstitutional. But of course, we're still going to get it. But oh, that's just ridiculous. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue. Foolish state's right issue. Think about that. This is the kind of joker that literally makes millions of dollars in our system. You push lies, you will become a millionaire. Right to get sick and get other people sick? Oh, you have a right to get so sick. So it's time to make that we sick. have to go to war against COVID. Require oh. vaccination universally. There you have go. Have the military run it. There you if go. you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status oh, okay. in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. Can you believe all that? So now this is just completely fine. This is a war effort, even though literally nobody without TV would have the slightest idea anything was going on. It's not impacting anything. Nothing is actually happening. See, we don't actually have any problem going on. (laughs) It's just a made-up thing all over the world. It's just a made-up thing. Without the constant propaganda, nobody would have any idea that anything was going on. No, no idea at all. And yet we're supposed to treat it like a war with the military being involved now. Absolutely no questions at all. These are always the same thing. It's always about policy. Should we do it? Never any question at all about whether the government has any such authority to do any of this insanity. See, it's always just brushed away, just completely and totally brushed away. (laughs) Now, the last one I want to play you is, even though it was about Thanksgiving, we're already past it. It doesn't matter because it's going, we're going to hear the exact same kind of advice about Christmas when it comes along. I can 100% guarantee you. And so I want to play this for you because it's so outrageous. It was a psychologist who was being interviewed on the CBS morning show. And it was about how can we treat this kind of you know, Thanksgiving situation and still be safe. And the title of it was Tension at the Thanksgiving Table. And this suggestion is so insane and so outrageous. And it's just accepted as kind of, oh, well, kind of funny. But yeah, good idea. Listen to this shit. It might be a difficult conversation before people step into your house to say, whoa, wait a minute. Where's your card? What's your status? So now we're supposed to be asking for cards and status prior to the time you allow people to come to your house for Thanksgiving. And I guarantee same shit's going to happen 
with Christmas. And they have who they have there is a psychologist, not even an MD about it, the medical reasoning. No, no. This is just how to go about it. To say, whoa, wait a minute. Where's your card? What's your status yep. before you walk into my home? This is tough because people are all <laughs> over the map on this. And they're also all over the map with their risk tolerance. Okay. But the rapid tests have made this a lot easier because whatever people's vaccination status is, we can actually confirm safety on the spot. So if it feels like it's going to be weird, maybe make it kind of fun. Say we're going to start with hors d'oeuvres in the garage. You know, we'll have drinks. (laughs) We'll do our rapid test and then come on in. Right. You can make it playful, make it fun and then be able to enjoy the holiday because you're not worried about safety. There you go. See how great that is? You can just make it fun and kind of light. Just come into the garage first. We'll have the hors d'oeuvres. Everybody will be rapid tested, whether you're vaccinated or not, just so we can make sure you're safe. So they're just making everybody who's completely healthy into a potential biohazard. And they've driven so much fear into people that literally hundreds of millions of people are fearful of this. And if you don't believe that, then... (laughs) You don't know enough people. If you go on a social media, you'll see them. If you go outside of your sort of bubble of people who who don't believe it, you'll see all the people who do, do believe it. And there are so many of them. There, You'll see video after video if you go on social media of these kinds of confrontations. People do believe it. So now we're moving towards this Klaus Schwab, never going back to normal. Everybody who's perfectly healthy with no symptoms is potentially sick. It doesn't matter if you're a big-time sports athlete who you're eliminated from the game, from the championship. You must bow down and take whatever test they claim and whatever the results come back. No matter how you actually are feeling, you're so-called sick now and are subject to whatever kind of restrictions and limitations the government cares to put on you. See, this is what we're moving towards, and I've only played a teeny tiny portion of the amount of brainwashing that goes on all the time and the way this thing is moving. They have a, a huge salaried, massively financed through this fake Fed pump load of crap that just keeps pumping this stuff out at universities through funding and made-up grants and through the press and through politics and government at every level pushing these lies. And there's almost impossible to ever offset it. And of course, they control social media. They just got rid of Dorsey. He stepped down. They brought some other new loser in there. He's making it even more difficult to share information on Twitter. Facebook is cracking down even more on anything that even suggests anything different than the COVID narrative. And I'm telling you, it's going to be exactly the same as the Barack Obama birth certificate where anybody who questioned it was kookified, but it was obviously an altered PDF document. But does history teach that? No, it doesn't. Just like here, history is not going to teach anything except for the standard official narrative about the horrendous pandemic of 2020 and 2021 and all the supposed people who died and blah, 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 and all the heroes in the medical industry who saved us all from this crap. And they're going to cover up all the deaths from these vaxes with more and more bullshit. That's all. That's what's going to happen. And they're going to keep closing the electronic prison door. I could play these kinds of clips for hours to you. That's how many there are. It's everywhere. It's stinking everywhere. (laughs) It's just so, oh my God, we are so screwed right now. I mean, we're just so, so screwed because the only way out is to get rid of these large governmental entities and get out of them. 
And I just don't see movement in that direction at all. I see people gravitating towards these red versus blue fake narratives. That's what's actually going on. And, you know, they think people like DeSantis and uh, others like that are on our side. They're not. They actually push the vax. They just push these limited rights, these sort of fantastical limited rights that nobody can really get their hands on. But when you have half the country opposed and half in favor, what's the compromise? (laughs) What is it? I've given example after example of how when you actually have a disagreement about a so-called right, there is no compromise. The compromise always simply takes some of your rights. Well, that's not a compromise because the other people want to take your rights and you don't want to lose your rights. And so the compromise is always for you to lose fewer of your rights than you think you should. See, because they don't have anything to lose because they don't believe that you have rights and nothing of theirs is being threatened because there are no personal consequences to the people who do this and push this. And that's why the system can never work because every compromise always moves in the same direction, which is you lose rights and government gains rights and it just keeps going. And this VAX mandate electronic medical ID is going to be exactly the same. And you can see all the different ways are coming at us. They tell us the truth all the time. They tell us where it's coming from. It's working. We're losing. That's all. And unless people wake up to it, we're screwed. We're completely and totally screwed. Oh, my God. Well, I this show ran a little long, and that's fine. When I play these clips, you know, the show's going to last as long as it lasts. And I hope the clips are helpful. I hope people see that these kinds of things, these compilation clips, I could play them all day. You can go find them yourself. But you can see where we're going and you can see the different ways they're coming at us. Every kind of way they're coming at us. And we aren't winning. (laughs) We're not winning. We're losing. If you don't see where we're going to be in two years, five years, ten years, you're blind. It has to be a major break. It's the only way it's going to work. As long as we stay in the system, we're going to lose. End of story. We will lose. Period. Not, not any question at all about it. Only a question of time. That's it. It's only a question of time. So, well, to the extent I stay on Twitter, I'm legal man at U.S. Law Review if you want to follow me. We're going to shoot the movie in January. The Jones Plantation. I'm playing Mr. Jones. Larkin Rose wrote it. I think it's really going to be great. It's going to be a great liberty project. It's an allegory about the Federal Reserve and how it turned everybody into slaves. So I hope people get behind that. And I want to thank the people who are in Patreon who support my show. makes it worthwhile to do it. And it keeps me from getting too sort of demotivated and depressed about the situation and just saying, screw it, I'm just not going to bother anymore. It's pointless. Just get tired of beating my head against the wall. So thank you guys. I really appreciate it. I really enjoy interacting with you guys. And if you want to support the show because you like it, then you should support it. That's what free markets are about. If you listen to my show, you look forward to my show, you want to listen to my show in the future, you should support it. That's just, that's what free markets are. So I'll leave it there. Pointless to go on. And beyond that, I think I'll just wrap it up. There's nothing else to say on this this week. So you guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Put your hands together.